Prior Experience, a Star Wars fan fiction, written by Soft Book Gremlin, and read by God of Laundry Baskets. It is rated Jen, with pairing Cody Obi-Wan. General Kenobi came to consciousness with a groan. He had a splitting headache, and everything ached like he'd been thrown into a wall. He opened his eyes slowly, wondering what threat he'd have to deal with now. He found an empty Duracrete tunnel, which was notably not where he'd last been. Cody was lying face down nearby. General Kenobi rushed to him, checking for injury with the force and a pulse with his hands. He had barely touched Cody's jugular when he found himself on his back, hand-pinned painfully above his head. Cody! He snapped, glad that he was alive, but quite unappreciative of getting slammed to the ground when he was already hurting. General? Cody asked, as if not quite recognizing him. Then he scrambled backwards. Oh, Criff, I'm so sorry, I- Hands up! snapped a high-pitched voice from behind Cody. Cody automatically drew his weapon as he turned around, reflexively going for the threat. General Kenobi's firm grip on his wrist stopped him from pointing his DC-17 at a... child? A young boy who couldn't be any bigger than a six-year-old cadet, who was gripping a small blaster with trembling hands, though the rest of him was perfectly firm in conviction. The kid was wearing tunics and had a stubby Padawan braid in his red hair. Cody slowly put his blaster back into its holster and raised his hands above his head. How did you get down here? the kid demanded. I'm afraid I have no idea, General Kenobi said. We just woke up. We were at the abandoned temple on the mountain. I don't know where we are now. Zayava the kid supplied. Zayava? General Kenobi asked. Wait, what planet is this? Melita Don? The kid said, like General Kenobi was stupid. General Kenobi's grip on Cody's wrist tightened. Obi-Wan, what did you find? An equally young voice called from further into the tunnels. Intruders! The boy called back. Is Obi-Wan a common name in the galaxy? Cody whispered to his Obi-Wan in Mandoa. We're not that lucky, General Kenobi whispered back in the same language. Then, louder, in basic, he said, My name is Ben Skywalker, and this is my friend Cody. We hardly meant to intrude, and would be quite grateful if you could point us to the exit— I'm afraid my Padawan is going to be very worried when he discovers us missing. Padawan? You're a Jedi? Little Obi-Wan said as two more children came into view. Another one? The boy asked angrily. Did Qui-Gon send you? Qui-Gon Jin? General Kenobi asked. Yes, little Obi-Wan said full of hope. That's my master. I'm Pado- I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm afraid he did not send us, 
General Kenobi said, as though he was aware of how crushing the words would be to little Obi-Wan, who made a very poor attempt at hiding his disappointment. As I was just explaining to his Padawan here, we have no idea how we got here. We were in the Yavin system, on the other side of the galaxy. Obi-Wan, give me the blaster and disarm them, the girl said. Little Obi-Wan passed over the blaster. The girl's hands didn't shake, and she had better trigger control, Cody noted. Is this where your hatred of blasters comes from? Cody asked in Mandoa. General Kenobi gave him a very flat look in response. Speak basic, the girl snapped. Little Obi-Wan quickly removed the lightsaber and the blaster from General Kenobi and Cody's belt. Anything else? he demanded. I have a vibroblade in my left boot, General Kenobi said. Cody gasped mockingly. General, I'm so proud of you. Yes, well, as much as I love it when you swoop in to save me at the last moment, it's not a very sound strategy to rely on, General Kenobi teased. What about you? Little Obi-Wan asked Cody. Are you on a time crunch? Cody asked him. Maybe, little Obi-Wan said. Well, if you want this to take less than fifteen minutes, you better let the general disarm me. Little Obi-Wan turned to his friends. They seemed to have a silent debate. Then the girl nodded. Fine, she said. But any funny business and I shoot. Understood, both Cody and the general said. Would you like me to hand the weapons to you, or toss them in a pile on the ground? General Kenobi asked Obi-Wan. It would be faster to toss them, but he wanted the children to be comfortable around them. Hand them to me, Obi-Wan said, trying to sound intimidating. Even at a tiny, scrawny, cadet size, Cody could see the fierce determination and protectiveness that characterized him even now. At this age, though, he looked more like an angry toucacet than anything else. All right, dear, General Kenobi said, slowly getting to his feet. Run me through your weapons cache. Neck, upper arm, and lower seams. Lower back plate. That was five knives and a compact DC. Everything on the belt's weapons except for the food pouch. Might as well hand over the whole thing. Bracer. Knives behind the thigh plates. DCs in the ankle holsters. Cody suppressed shivers as General Kenobi's ever-gentle fingers danced over his body in response to his instructions, tickling wherever they happened to brush against him. The other boy was drawn towards them when little Obi-Wan started to have difficulty holding on to all of the weapons he was handed. He invoked the name of a minor Donny god and asked, What's on Yavin that you need a full armory for? He's Mandalorian, General Kenobi said, as though that explained everything. Then, seeing what the boy had pulled out of one of the utility belt's pouches, he snapped, don't play with that! It's a shrapnel bomb! The boy flinched and put it back. Could be useful, he muttered. Not unless you're fighting droids, 
General Kenobi said, handing Govert the last of Cody's weapons and his backpack of camping and medical supplies. That illegal to use against sentient targets. Then why do you have them? the boy asked. To fight droids, General Kenobi said, with far more patience than Cody would have been able to muster. All right, you've disarmed us. Now what are you going to do? We should stun them before taking them back, the girl said. So they won't be able to lead anyone back to headquarters. That is certainly an option, General Kenobi said. As long as you feel that the three of you can carry us both. Believe me, I don't mean to insult your ability, but Cody's armor by itself is forty kilos. The boys backed up towards the girl, and they started to have a whispered argument about what to do with their Jedi and Mandalorian prisoners. I really do wish you wore a helmet, General, Cody muttered, thinking about how they could be making their own plan on in-bucket comms that the children couldn't hear. If only General Kenobi had a helmet. But Cody, General Kenobi said cheekily, if I wore a helmet, how would I distract enemies with my dashing good looks? Thought pride was against the Jedi Code, Cody said dryly. The Code calls for humility, not self-abasement, General Kenobi corrected. Then, a clear grin in his voice, he added, And it is most important, as a negotiator, to have an accurate assessment of all your assets and advantages. Cody sighed. Why do I put up with you? Because you love me, General Kenobi said. Unfortunately, Cody said. Then, before General Kenobi could retort, he said, So, what are we looking forward to? Probably approximately the same as usual, General Kenobi said quietly. But against people this time, not droids, so we can't kill anybody. And what about the other problem? Well, if we're lucky enough not to ruin things, Qui-Gon should show up eventually, and we'll be able to ask the Council for help. Why isn't he here now? Cody hissed. These kids can't be older than ten, twelve? Thirteen, General Kenobi said. Thirteen's a little young to be on a mission by yourself, isn't it? Even Ahsoka's barely ever away from Skywalker, and when she is, she's usually with another general. General Kenobi shrugged. Evidently, the answer wasn't something he could discuss while his thirteen-year-old self was right there. Little Obi-Wan and his two friends took that moment to turn back to them. We're going to take you to headquarters, little Obi-Wan said. But we're going to blindfold you. We can't risk compromising the location. A wise choice, General Kenobi said, leaning down to be blindfolded. Thank you, Master Skywalker, little Obi-Wan said uncertainly. You're being really calm about this. I trust that you know this situation best, General Kenobi said. After all, Master Jin wouldn't leave his Padawan in charge unless said Padawan was up to the task, I'm sure. 
Little Obi-Wan cringed a bit at that, but said nothing. Cody, and General Kenobi, graciously ignored it. Cody would ask about it later. Little Obi-Wan pulled his tavers off and folded them in half longways to use as blindfolds. General Kenobi slipped his hand into Cody's before the blindfold went on, probably to keep track of him. After General Kenobi was blindfolded, little Obi-Wan turned to Cody. "'Take off your helmet,' he said. "'Please?' Cody gave a silent glance at his general, who, though he couldn't see it, gave a reassuring smile and squeezed his hand. With a sigh, Cody pulled off his helmet with his free hand, it hissed as the seal popped open. As little Obi-Wan quickly wrapped the fabric around Cody's eyes, Cody quipped, At least getting kidnapped by Jedi should be nice. Less likely to be tortured, I hope. He felt, rather than saw, little Obi-Wan's flinch at that. Cody had no idea what that flinch was about. Maybe he was upset that Cody thought there was any chance of being tortured by a Jedi. General Kenobi laughed. Oh, I don't know about that, he said lightly. You've never had to listen to Junior Padawans give reports on the Rusian Reformation. Still sounds better than torture. There's certain tortures I'd prefer. Frankly, General, the fact that you've been tortured enough to have preferences is a criffing problem. Cody, don't swear in front of the children. Why is that the thing you're upset about? Get up, the girl said. General Kenobi and Cody rose together. After a moment, Cody found himself being pulled forward by General Kenobi, who he assumed was being led by one of the children. He pulled his helmet back on over the blindfold. It would be interesting to see what the general was like as a cadet, he supposed, and it would be nice to have a chance to meet the man who'd raised him, the person who turned General Kenobi into the force of nature that he was, must certainly be quite someone. And perhaps, for once, this would be a relaxing mission. After all, the galaxy was at peace right now. Whatever they'd be facing would no doubt be easy compared to miles of clankers. Cody hissed as he smacked his helmet against something glow-hanging that he couldn't see. The End Thank you for listening.